0: do you remember the end of star wars a new hope when luke's x-wing kind of comes into Yavin 4 and they're all partying and then they forget well they remember, oh wait, R2's still in the X-Wing? Yeah. And he's all fucked up.
1: Yeah, he got he got blasted pretty good, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: it was looking pretty rough. Well... And the
1: only one that cared was 3PO. Right.
0: So imagine, if you will, they get R2 out of the X-Wing and they're like, hey R2, you've got a podcast to record. Oh No. (laughs) And Archie kind of just like shuffles over. It's like, all right, <laughs> let's go. So you've
1: just been, you've been hoisted out of the back of the X-Wing with the little crane right. suction cup thing. Right. And you've been dropped onto the ground of the base and you've waddled your way over to your seat.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fine. Fu- it's fine. We're all, f- we're all fine here. How are you? <laughs> I originally was going to open this up with things I'd rather be talking about or doing. Than talking about this movie.
1: That list is so long though. It's
0: a very long list. And also I don't know how much I'll actually end up talking about the movie. (laughs) Because I am a exploded R2 unit. Fair. Um, And there's a significant part of my memory unit that is not there now. Oh no. Um, To be fair, this movie will do that to you. Yeah. It was like, I watched this movie and then I had a bunch of like medical shit to deal with as well Mm. as like mental shit and other things. While also reading about the actual Marilyn, so I was like, okay, well, wait, which happened in the movie, what was not true, but is true in the real life. Okay. And, huh, uh, but this is the last episode of this season. This is the season. It is. Last episode of season two. We promised. And... I'll be incapacitated within forty-eight hours. That's so. true. Yeah, you will be finally going in for your hernia surgery. Right, I, and you know who knows? They could botch it, and I have spider powers, and I'll have other things that I'll need to do. I don't know how so, hernias work. Um, I would say that's the best case scenario if they okay. botch it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like a like a like a sixteen percent chance of spider mm-hmm. powers. Mm-hmm. I think.
0: Okay, that's that's much higher than I expected. Uh, honestly, yeah. Um. Maybe they, they improved the botch? I think good, it's good for them. Yeah. Modern <laughs> Medicine. Wow, what a thing. What a cool hey, system. Welcome to Durazzled, the podcast <laughs> that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. I'm host Chuck Colbertson. Here to suffer alongside me as always is also host Joe Nailis. Hi. Oh geez. Uh all the movies on Durazzled won Worst Picture at the Razzies, the year they were released. The Razzies, for those of you who don't know, are something of a reversed Oscars. They recognize the worst films of the year. Joe, how's it feel to be at the end of season two?
1: Surreal. Yeah. It's been a long ride. This is, we, We've done a shit ton this season. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I, well, I, I think part of it is, I mean, we did forget that we were going to institute a dark week every month for a while there. <laughs> we did so, to do that for a while. So the season got kind of exhausting kind of quickly, and it was because we're both idiots. That's,
0: uh, that's fine. We this...
1: figured it out. We, we, we kind of made up for it and got some dark weeks in here at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, um, um, you've you've moved. I moved back then. I bought a house, so now it that's a thing. I've been prepping for a surgery and yep. fixing my brain. Yeah, uh, I changed my pronouns around. And, yeah, um, it's hot here. It's, that's it's
1: so fucking hot. Good lord!
0: Very busy. Very busy. A couple of weeks, um, but so yeah, very excited for what we have tonight. But also very excited to talk about. What we have for next season?
1: Yes. Uh, Which stay tuned to the end of the next part because, uh, yes. or the the end of part two of this episode because there'll be a bunch of good goodies at the end of that.
0: Yes, uh, all the candy and stuff. Um, <laughs> where are you going? Where have you been? Where do you, S- sleep you come it. from? Where did where you, go? you go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's let's jump right in. Um, by talking about the movie, we haven't actually said the movie n- n- yet.
1: Uh, or- That's true. I guess if you haven't been paying attention for a while, you may have forgotten what we've been, what we're doing for this finale. Um, uh, yeah, the winner of this of the latest Razzie Awards was deservedly, blonde. Uh, it
0: very much was a
1: a Netflix production that uh somehow also garnered a best actress nomination at the Oscars, uh, and very clearly did not win that thank you michelle yo for saving us from that fate um
0: but yeah (laughs) yeah if you haven't been keeping up with your drazzled lore uh at the end of each season we fix the winner of the worst razzie of that year or worst, worst picture of that year um last year it was not thunder force somehow somehow and then uh this year it was blonde um can't wait I will I will say real quick I, I did f- for
1: some reason end up watching Diana the musical again uh again uh Why? yeah uh oh we wanted to show it to a friend who hadn't seen it just to torture them Ugh. um we did remedy they, they they like musicals so okay. we we did eventually remedy that with a viewing of Sundays in the park with George which clean the palette yeah yeah c- kind of clear the palette but it was also weeks later uh <laughs> but uh yeah. He did not like
0: Diana uh, whatsoever. You may also notice that I have a bit of a cough. Uh that's a mix of sleeping on the cold, wet ground for a week, and then True. the air quality of Pittsburgh is garbage. Uh, yeah,
1: we've been getting hit hard with the uh the Canadian wildfire smoke for quite a while. It's been better the past couple of days. Uh but I think we I think we even talked about this a little bit in our episode with Scott when we were talking about the strike. I think so.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, because Scott was like <laughs> <laughs> right, Amateurs. <laughs> uh, as well as lantern flies, Got a lot of those. Definitely like, pulled one of those out of my mouth. Ew. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, um, no.
1: They're trying to infiltrate the, bodies yeah, now? Yeah. It was, it was rough. That's horrible. Um,
0: it took a final dive in my coffee, and I didn't see it, and- felt each one of those little legs as I was pulling it out.
1: I'm just imagining as it (laughs) it gets into your coffee and watches you reach for the glass, just (laughs) wringing its little
0: legs going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuckers. Uh, So I would like to summarize, Blonde, for those of you who have not watched the three hour film it is so long it is it, very long it's so
1: goddamn long um I, I real quick while i'm pulling up a timer here for this i do want to say one thing uh, just as a quick update to our last episode uh so we mentioned that the screen actors guild was in oh, yeah. uh was in negotiations actively with the, uh, the Alliance of motion picture and television producers, uh, they have opted to extend the deadline on those negotiations. Uh, they originally, this okay. contract was going to expire midnight on June 30th. Uh, they they now have until July 12th, uh, to work something out. Uh, apparently talks have been productive. Things seem to be going in the right direction, at least according to the negotiators and Fran Drescher. Um, which, okay. who I will remind you, is the president of SAG. I did. It. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I it was bewildering when I learned that too. Uh, but uh, about a, over a thousand actors have signed an open letter to SAG leadership saying, "Hey, if we don't get everything, we will fucking strike," uh, including people like Jamie Lee Curtis, Brendan Fraser, yeah, uh, Meryl Streep. Uh, kinta brunson uh so many fucking people like heavyweights heavyweight yeah. heavy 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 my god there's some huge names on that list uh so if if there's been a change i think this episode is scheduled to come out july 11th so if it's, if something has changed i'll record it and tack it in right uh, right at the end of this bit just so it's there but that's where we are as of this recording on july 3rd thank you for the update of course Uh, Uh, So
0: instead of providing a highly descriptive summary full of quips, we'll be playing a game, as you know, called Pavlovian Horses, wherein I'll have five minutes to summarize the movie and not a second more. Should the timer hit five minutes, Joe will blast me with horse, horse sounds. Horses, they did not abuse Marilyn Monroe, and that makes them better than most people we'll be discussing today.
1: A weirdly complimentary moment for horses yeah. as we
0: get into this yeah. game. Season <laughs> season two finale, <laughs> horses ain't ain't as bad as some people. <laughs> Have I actually lost yet? Once. Okay. You've
1: lost one time. Jack, are you ready? I, I am. All right. Four, I am. Three, two, one.
0: I'm going to go ahead and put these glasses on. Go. All right. What was I doing again? <laughs> I tried to stall for you to put the glasses on. And... Nah, it's all right. Um, how you doing, Joe? I'm I'm good. The timer's going. I know thinking. it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's it was like what a three hour movie. I can I can wrap that up. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Um, we're talking about what? Blonde? Yep. That's the one. The m- movie adaptation of the novel. The Joyce Carol Oates novel. Yes. Also named Blonde. Yes. Same title. Interesting. Yeah. Um. You know what I'd rather talk about? What, what would you rather talk about? I'd rather talk about the Willem Dafoe Bad Art Short Film Festival. You want to talk about that now? I want to talk about it right now. You want to
1: get horsed for the sake of the Willem Dafoe uh, Bad Art Short Festival?
0: I'll take it straight in the throat.
1: Oh, oh no, no! <laughs> they shoot barbs, Jack. That's a bad idea. <laughs>
0: <coughs> Good luck to you, horse. That's it's rough down there already. <laughs> uh, so we talked about some stuff we wanted to do with season three. And something we landed on was putting on a short film festival. Yes. Um, which was inspired by this quote. I actually was able to find the quote. Um, it's from an interview uh, that you can find on YouTube uh, called Off Camera with Sam Jones. So I'm going to read this quote by Willem Dafoe. Oh, they're foggy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I always like the idea of trying to fail. Just think about it. Like if try to try to make bad art, try to act badly, try to be lousy in that scene. It's interesting. It kind of puts the idea of striving for perfection, you know, it does something. You've got to find ways to let you not worry and be free, you know? That's all. And if you once again we're talking about triggers, you know, If you're content to fail or you accept it somewhere, and I only mention this because you talk about being hard on yourself, because the idea of being hard on yourself is kicking yourself for not doing better, not doing better, not doing better. So you got to deal with this striving impulse, which can hurt you. You need it enough to get you in movement and get you trying things, but you don't need so much that it suffocates you, that you're uptight. So from that quote, I fell in love with the idea of intentionally making bad art. Yes. um, For moving away from the pressure and the impulse to strive harder and to to be perfect, um, to get closer to the joy of making the thing again. It's like, okay, well, I've given – I've already allowed myself to fail. Now I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yes. Uh, so we at The Razzled, want to throw a short film festival called the Willem Defoe Bad Art Short Film Festival in which people submit to us their shitty short films. Um from the date this airs, which you said, what like eleventh?
1: Uh, the date of this episode will be the eleventh, and then part two will be the
0: eighteenth. So from the eighteenth, you'll have about eleven months to yeah. get us. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll give you an official deadline soon. We'll launch it on the site. We'll post it everywhere. You will not yes. miss it.
1: It'll be t- it'll be the pinned comment at the top of our Twitter for as long as we have a Twitter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But I want you, if you're an artist if you're a filmmaker if you're not a filmmaker if you just want to be get in art they're coming aren't they
1: Uh, there's a a minute three yeah
0: okay okay um fuck then we want to we want to give you basically we want to give you a reason to do it and to do it and have fun with it and not be scared to fail you've already failed the worst the worst thing happened yeah and you're fine yeah now make the art Now make the art uh well, there's a bunch of rules that we'll, I think we'll cover at well, the end of next.
1: Yeah. We'll cover everything more in depth at the end of next episode. We just, I think you just wanted to kind of get the idea back out to yes. the forefront here. And yeah. Also I'm really talk excited about, about, about it. Movie. Not at all. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, Marilyn was an actress. Um, uh, she used her sexual wiles to progress through old Hollywood. It didn't work out for her and she's dead. Damn it. You
1: finished it with 20 seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that, that,
0: JFK and was in there and, um, who else was there? Her last movie was Misfits. There you go.
1: Yeah, that I think that I think that's enough. She got All married right. to Arthur Miller and also Joe DiMaggio, who was abusive to her. And three, two, one. Yeah, I think that's enough
0: to avoid horses. Great. <laughs> really thought I was going to get the horse this time, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I <thought laughs> shit. Too. I thought it was pretty much guaranteed, and then you shifted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I'm very, very excited for this. Uh, we we will be doing our own short. We will. Yes. Um, this is a competition for the, for the valued prize of a Jack made this joke earlier this
1: season. I didn't think he was serious and well, he
0: really went all in on it. I it, listen. I value dedication to the bit. Uh, yes. As do I, I followed it. Uh, I was like, okay, well, what's the prize going to be? Cause we're poor. There's, we can't give you money. Yeah. Um, and I said, oh, a gift certificate, to Chi Chi's. <laughs>
1: Uh, Chi cheese has, has not existed for like 30 years or something.
0: You might not even know what a Chi Cheese is. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a like Applebee's level Mexican restaurant. I yeah. never actually ate there. It's like Chili's, it's a, yeah. but kitschier. Right. I right. Um, so I, I managed to find a Chi Cheese gift certificate for <laughs> return flight. It's a return flight tickets to, I assume, Mexico. The sure. Mexico that you hold in your heart at Cheesecake. That's, yeah, right. that has to um, be what that means, I, right? Th- I think the tickets are good until 1985. So you have, <laughs> you have till then to use them. Um, but w- <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. Uh, that is, that is the prize you're fighting for. <laughs>
1: I will add that there's not a submission uh, fee, yeah, yeah, no. along those lines. Um, that we're doing this purely for the fun and the art of it, um, and the cheese of it all. So, yeah. So again, submissions will open up after uh, after July 18th. We'll more information about rules and such and deadlines uh, next episode. Uh, but there you go. Keep that in mind, and we hope y'all uh, make some purposefully bad uh, short films yeah, with us. I'm
0: excited. To make Willem Dafoe proud. He wants your bad art. Yes. Are you going to disappoint Willem Dafoe? Do you want to disappoint Willem Dafoe? Also, I wouldn't. It's a really short interview. It's only like three minutes long. Check it out. It's just like I read it, but like hearing him say it with his like excitement. Yes. Uh, it's so good.
1: Like he he kind of relishes the idea. Of yeah. It you can really feel it in the interview. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll put that in the I'll put a link to that in the episode description.
0: Please do. Oh, fuck me. I forgot. The last three sentences of the quote.
1: Oh, did you? I should
0: have been horsed. Oh, God. What happens? Did I cheat the horses? Are they going to come for me like Final Destination? Oh, <laughs> no. They might come for you like Final Destination. <laughs> Shit. I was like, that's a weird place for that quote to stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was on the next page. Uh, all right. Well, let me let me read these three sentences. Sure. Um, Damn, Jack. Uh, Well, I'm just saying sometimes I flirt with the idea of fucking things up or not being hard on myself or, you know. You put yourself in situations where you can't control things. And that's why people said, oh, oh, you, that's such a, so risky, you know? It's only risky if it's not risky. You know what I mean? Uh, creepy yet endearing Willem Defoe laugh here. <laughs> it's a real risk. You're trying something. Something will happen. Something will be learned. It's risky if you know what it is. It's absolutely controlled. And if it's absolutely controlled, that's what will kill creativity, don't kill creativity please uh i think we'll still probably i mean we'll definitely still cover the the razzies next year oh yeah it just won't be the finale
1: yeah no i I think yeah i think we we will likely the i think the uh festival and and, and, uh highlights of that will be the finale next year but uh yeah no this is just one of the ways in which we're growing and evolving and trying new
0: shit just one of the ways. We have a bunch of stupid There's shit. There's a bunch of stupid shit lined
1: up for next year, uh, including a lot of the stuff that is, you know,
0: our normal bread and butter. Right. Yeah, But, of course. Uh, but <laughs> just stay tuned. That just felt like a good place to cover commercial. Yeah, uh,
1: it's reasonable. All right. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, welcome back. We're here to talk about, for real this time, Blonde. We're sorry. We're sorry. So let's talk some numbers. Sure. Did you look at the numbers for Blonde, Tomato, oh, Score, God. IMDb, that kind of stuff? I think I
1: did whenever it was first being announced as a Razzie nominee, mm-hmm. but it's been so long since then that I have no way of retaining that. So what do you think its
0: tomato meter score is?
1: I'm going to say it's like a six.
0: I'm so sorry. It's so much higher than it deserves What? Day. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's still bad, but it's not like as abysmal as you... Ooh. I think it would be. Um, I'm mad about it, personally. Oh, my God. Is it like a 20? 42.
1: For, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah.
0: You know why, right?
1: 42. Because of Anna, Anna Yeah,
0: because of Anna DeMarmus' performance. Oh man, I don't
1: know if it's that strong it's to not, pull up that high. Mean, it's, it's on the right side of 50, but it's not. it shouldn't <laughs> be that close to the wrong side of 50.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I adore her. That performance is not bring that movie up to a 42. No. Um, that said, would you like to guess what the audience score is? I know audiences
1: are typically more forgiving, but I have a feeling that's not the case with this particular movie.
0: I would lean into that feeling.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: this is like a 17. I wish it's 34. (sighs) So it's still like higher than it should be.
1: I I cut it in half.
0: (laughs) Keep in mind, there are a lot of boobies in this film. There are some boobies in this film. That's Not as much as like showgirls. But No, more than but
1: there's I feel like the use of boobies in this film though is particularly uncomfortable and kind of it gross. It is. Yeah. It's just oh, this fucking movie.
0: IMDb out of 10.
1: IMDb out of 10. Okay, this is going to be some bonkers nonsense, isn't it?
0: Yeah, um, I'm not happy about it. Um 5.3. Wow, uh, 5.5. Jesus yeah. Christ,
1: are you kidding me? Yeah. uh,
0: I uh, would probably give this movie a flat three. Three out of 10. Two and a half tops. There, I like a lot of the performances and a lot of the camera work, but holy shit, is that a bad story? There's, Which we'll get there, to.
1: There's but. some interesting camera work. I'll give you that, but oh God, it does not make up for yeah. the
0: rest of it. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's talk about the Razzies. Uh, yes. So this was the 43rd annual Golden Raspberry Awards. Blonde was nominated for eight Golden Raspberries, and it took home two. There were a lot of shitty movies this year. Yes. Um, yes and they had were. to kind of spread the the Razzies around. Uh, so obviously it won Worst Picture. Yep. Do you know what the other category is that it won?
1: I want to say it was, it, it was either Worst Director or Worst Screenplay.
0: I'm leaning toward Worst Director, though uh more screenplay screenplay yeah. okay that was written by Andrew Dominic uh, adapted from the quote unquote bio novel by Joyce Carol Oates
1: bio novel is probably the uh, the best designation for it which because it's it's biographical <laughs> but it's also highly fictionalized and sensationalized yeah. and kind of gross yeah and um I like, I usually have some tolerance for flowery language and whatnot, but my God, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. It's
0: fine. Um, so, so you were right. It was nominated for Worst Director, but it lost to Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, that's right. <laughs> for, I Good for Good forgot, Morning. I
1: forgot Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Sun were, were yeah. nominated oh, for yeah, that. Oh, yeah, Mod
0: Sun, my bad. Yeah, I don't want to right. take that award yeah, fucking, away from Mod Sun. Sorry. Fucking,
1: yeah, yeah, no, he can't <laughs> can't lose this acclaim. I mean, he already lost his uh, uh, engagement to Avril Levine, if I'm not mistaken. Oh so, God, uh,
0: it was also nominated for worst supporting actor for, and this was a weird one. I I thought so anyway. Uh, Evan Williams, who played Eddie G. Robinson Jr.
1: There were, a, wait, weren't there weren't there multiple nominations for Worst Supporting Actor for this?
0: I can double check, but I think it was just him. I the, wasn't sure if- uh, There were, are you thinking of Worst Screen Combo? Because there was a fuck ton maybe of Maybe that was, maybe that's yeah. what I
1: was thinking. But
0: yeah. Well, let's continue. Right. Um. So there's a, there's a love triangle in the film. It didn't happen in real life, so it doesn't matter, but- he, It just didn't happen in real life at all? No. Huh. Which is weird because it's like one of the subplots I actually enjoyed. I'm like, oh, I kind of was interested in that subplot. Oh, it never happened? Okay. Okay. Great. 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 Wonderful. Um, yeah. It's too like, the, I mean, he was real. Like Ed, Edgar G. Robinson Jr. existed as did Charlie Chaplin Jr. Yeah. Um, And they, I think they were buds and they did, were, you know, not the greatest people. Sure. Uh, but uh, in the film, they have a, like a love triangle with Marilyn and in real life. It's not. almost,
1: it's almost a polyamorous relationship. It, it's pretty, I was yeah. like
0: kind of into it. I'm like, oh, Jules and Jim, but uh, blonde. And um, not French, uh, <laughs> so it lost to Tom Hanks
1: for worst supporting actor for worst supporting actor oh, for in uh, Elvis.
0: As I was, I was gonna Tom say, Parker, right, I,
1: I, yeah, because <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, a lot of that had to do with the uh, absurd accent that he put on for that film. <laughs> was,
0: Tom, you don't ha- you don't have to do all these parts. No, you, you've done the act. You've you've done it. You can be a little more choosy. He yeah, seriously.
1: Like he you can kick back and just pick roles that you actually enjoy. Like this
0: Yeah. Though maybe he was really wanting to work with Bos Larman. Who knows? That's that is an actual possibility. Yeah. Uh so there were several worst screen combo nominations for Blonde. Uh the first being Andrew Dominic, the director, and yep. his issues with women.
1: Yes. Yeah. The, this, you know, this is one of the few times that the Razzie's yeah. doing a Razzie thing yeah. like works.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know what? I, can't, I don't disagree. Yeah. Uh, it was also nominated for both real life characters, Marilyn Monroe and JFK in a fallacious White House bedroom scene. Yeah. They both lost to Tom Hanks and his latex ridden face <laughs> and that ludicrous <laughs> accent. Yeah. Uh, again fair fair, fair enough it, and then the last nomination I received was for worst remake ripoff or sequel uh, apparently they're considering the 2000 CBS TV film also named Blonde to be the original uh, take on this I didn't look too much into it hmm. um, because like watching an adaptation of that book once was way more than enough
1: I, I had no idea there <laughs> was another adaptation of this that's, uh, that's oh. kind of wild
0: we'll get to it okay um, the winner, however, was Pinocchio. No, not the Del Toro version.
1: That version's awesome. I yeah. don't care what
0: anyone says. <laughs> but they specifically say Pinocchio, not the Del Toro version. Not the Del Toro <laughs>
1: version. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you have to specify because there were right. two. There were two Pinocchios that year.
0: W- that wildly different adaptations of the same topic, uh, and one of them was terrible.
1: Yeah, one of them had an, uh, a, a bizarre Tom Hanks in it, and the other <laughs> had Tom Kenny voicing Mussolini, and. <laughs> The latter is my you know, favorite. You would think
0: maybe no. It was it was the Mussolini one.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was a better one. It just genuinely
1: was. It's so good.
0: Absolutely gorgeous film.
1: Yes, uh, I'm I'm excited for all the animation nonsense that Del Toro wants to get up to because uh, he he has recently claimed that uh, he's got like a couple more live action projects mm-hmm. in him, but then he wants to spend the rest of his career doing uh, doing animation. Yeah, I I read that.
0: And it's a little bit of a bummer because I I like his live action. Oh, films I love his live action stuff,
1: but also like I want to see what the fuck he can really get up to yeah. with this.
0: Yeah, same. Well, that brings us to critiquing this turd. Oh boy! Y- yep, I am also <laughs> super excited. <sighs> what worked for
1: cast? I mean, arguably Anna De Armas, even though. When I first heard her announces playing Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. my first thought was, "What?"
0: <laughs> she did receive some flack for um, keeping her, I think, Cuban accent. Did she? She did. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I,
1: I don't remember that. It, it, it's been a little while since I've watched the movie. To be fair, but
0: I drank bleach afterwards. That's you all, know, yeah. Dazzle brand bleach. <laughs> yum yum. Just forget. Jesus wept. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh she did, but it's it's not an overwhelming accent to begin with.
1: Right. Like I've never I've never thought of her as having a particularly thick accent, yeah. so it's uh I don't know. I, I I felt like she was doing like the breathy like yeah. Marilyn voice that people are used to hearing mm-hmm. whenever they he- whenever they think of her. Uh but um yeah, I'm not I'm not I don't recall any moments that really stood out as her Cuban accent
0: right yeah she definitely did the, the Marilyn voice yeah she just had a Cuban accent all right um again you didn't notice it it's very I I, th- I, I have no recollection of it um overall I really liked the cast and their performances um including Anna DeMarmus as Marilyn yeah um some some that I wrote down that I like in particular was Adrian Brody as Norman Mailer I um Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller. Yeah. Different people. Different people. <laughs> yes. Uh I did like Adrian
1: Brody in this a lot yeah. actually. I thought he did a pretty good job. I'd even argue Bobby Cannavale as uh Joe DiMaggio, or I'm, I'm sorry, the ex-athlete. <laughs> I think he did a pretty good job as well even though he's given, you know, a like a a poorly written yeah. domestic violence uh situation to uh to to wade around in.
0: See, he was one of the actors. So there were three actors I didn't care for, which we'll get to.
1: And, and he, and he was, one was one of them. Of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to why in, uh, in, uh, when we get to that part. But
0: uh, I, again, I liked the, so it's the 4th of July tomorrow. If yeah. you hear any fireworks in the background. They're uh, just happening. Just, uh, yeah. Um, I'll try to trim them where I can, but it like. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so again, I liked the love triangle, the Jules and Jim subplot that never happened so I liked uh Xavier Samuel as Cass and Evan Williams as Eddie
1: I did enjoy them as well actually uh they, they um like the whole situation felt weird but I like I liked the way they portrayed it
0: it was like a short film inside of a full-length film
1: kinda yeah
0: um that I was more invested in than the larger plot yeah uh, and then cool. I always have to call out Toby huss who played Whitey, um, Marilyn's assistant?
1: I, I, I do like a good Toby Huss. Yeah, yeah that's I character forgot.
0: actor tends to do smaller parts, but always knocks him out of the park. Always, always a delight to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to see more Toby Huss, you can watch either *Halt and Catch Fire*, which he has a sizable role in, um, very good, uh, or as um, what's the character's name in uh, *Venture Brothers*? Uh, Copycat.
1: Wait, he was Copycat? He was Copycat. That wasn't just Jackson?
0: Nope. Not according to the uh, fan page. Voices, uh, Toby House Voices, um, Tracer, Copycat, and... Uh, uh, and
1: Scaramantula.
0: And Scaramantula, yeah. Huh. Wild. Okay, I yeah. I
1: didn't realize that was him. I didn't realize he was Artie from Pete and Pete. He was Artie from Pete
0: and I Pete. Oh, my God. I yeah. had no idea. Yep. Okay. Hollywood hire this guy. He's good. Just, he's real yeah, good, he's use, good. Use, good use him more. Use him more. <laughs> Always enjoy him.
1: Use more Toby Huss.
0: Yeah. Anything else we want to say about the cast that, that worked? No. <laughs> Fair. Um. What worked for you with the story? Um. As I've said, I really enjoyed the love triangle that never happened.
1: I'm upset that that didn't happen because yeah. like that it's that that is played like such a like pivotal like formative thing in mm-hmm. her life in both the book and the film and for that to be f- completely fucking fabricated mm-hmm. there's sucks. a lot in
0: this that is important to the plot that never happened what are we even doing like just, that, nah. that quote, cut that out and keep that for later. All right. <laughs> what are we even doing? Um, Agreed.
1: The cast Chaplin, Eddie G, uh, Maryland, like mm-hmm. Gemini's, uh, yeah, 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 like yeah. love, like triad or yeah. whatever the hell it is. Uh, I, I did enjoy those parts of the film, I, I I enjoyed the kind of sense of alienation that you got mm-hmm. from like her as this orphan coming from this broken abusive household uh joining like, like falling in love with this like troubled son of a of a of a Hollywood icon yeah um and also Eddie's here yeah <laughs>
0: Who is also the son of a Hollywood icon, but not yeah, but quite the same never as Charlie talk Chaplin. Talk
1: about it, really. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's do not... they mention?
0: So it's the the children of Ed, Ed, Edgar G. Robinson, who was like in a lot yeah. of film noir, and then Charlie Chaplin, who was Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah. Which one of them died early? I think it might have been I Charlie th- Chaplin's son. I think it was
1: Cass. I'm I'm fairly certain it was Cass. Yeah, I I, I felt like that was some of the most poignant, like emotionally gripping yeah. work in the film. Uh, even if it felt like a little over the top in some ways, yeah, d- definitely used for uh for gratuitous sexual uh, oh, yeah. photography throughout, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, I th- I think that was probably the part of the part of it that I enjoyed the
0: most. Um, and that that love triangle is important because it leads us up to the we're gonna have so many content warnings. For yeah, this episode. um, the first of the many uh miscarriages slash abortions. Um, which yes. I think was the – like the the first part of the film, um, the first hour of the film, I didn't hate because it's the – her growing up as an orphan, uh, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Um, her kind of getting into the business and then having a the love triangle I and think- then –
1: yeah, I feel like like her very early life mm-hmm. as depicted, I thought was was powerful. Like the um, the, like seeing what her as a child had to deal yeah. with, like,
0: the, with how sick her mother was, the complete absence of her father. The the scene that I visually enjoyed the most was her mother taking her to see her supposed biological father, uh, getting oh, stopped
1: when when um. Uh, to show to show her the 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 picture of
0: him, right? Yeah, uh, and then gets stopped by the cops because there's a, f- a fire happening. Yes, uh, and like everything's burning around them, and she goes back in the house, and it's it's a lot of like child abuse. It's not great, um, but visually it's really cool. And some of the more factual stuff, which was nice. Yeah, uh,
1: more. I mean, like I like more factual yeah. details in 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 this biography. Yeah, but uh, you know. Uh, I, I guess you're going to tell me, you're going <laughs> to disillusion me of everything that was, that was, uh...
0: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a reason that in the book they don't use a lot of names. They use a lot of, like, the ex-athlete. The playwright. The playwright. uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, because Joyce Carolos would have been sued straight to hell. Right. God, what was the thing you messaged me earlier? The, 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 the oh, like... Oh,
1: the detail about her, uh, her, her agent?
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, There's some choices Joyce made that yeah, I don't guess, feel
1: great. I uh, content warnings just generally for uh, sexism, uh, domestic abuse, sexual abuse, uh,
0: miscarriages, abortions, ableism. I'm not laughing because that's funny. I'm laughing because the next thing we're talking about is themes and you're just basically listing off themes. Oh, I skipped ahead. I'm you sorry. Ahead. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in th- in theme, I wouldn't say I like them, but I would think that they are effective. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the themes is that Hollywood was terrible at that time. Very effective. Yeah, uh,
1: it really does highlight like what a cesspool it was mm-hmm. for a woman to ex- just to just to exist in that system. Yeah. Um, which I mean, Hollywood is an utter mess. Uh, it always it it pretty much always has been. It, yeah. it continues to be whether it's you know whether it's horrible sexist things whether it's uh coercion and manipulation of people into doing the terrible things they don't want to do whether it's horrible labor practices whether yeah. it's uh literal fires like the one that was apparently took place on the WB lot earlier this week or, that? or within the past week uh oh you didn't see that no. oh yeah there were a bunch of tweets saying that the animaniacs had selected a new pope <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's really good. Yeah, it was just a shot of the oh, the, the, lo- the a shot of the uh, <laughs>
1: of the the hangar that says Barbie along the side. And there's just black smoke coming up from it. Um, so I missed that. Uh, one? It might. Who knows? Maybe it was an Oppenheimer uh, marketing
0: scheme, but no, it worked. I'm gonna go see that. <laughs> just... Absolutely. Uh, the enemy. New Pope. Okay. <laughs> That's good shit. Uh, I thought you'd enjoy that. Yeah.
1: I can't take credit for coming up with that. I did find that on Twitter from somewhere, but. It bears repeating because it was damn funny.
0: So yeah, I mean, there's all of my noir fans out there know know this already. Mm-hmm. Hollywood was a terrible place from the beginning. I'm I'm struggling to remember. Um, did Robert Mitchum come up at all in the
1: uh, in the movie? No, I, don't I believe so. I didn't think he did because he he comes up in the book. Really? Yes. Um, specifically, he worked with Marilyn's first husband, uh, Bucky yes who i don't think they talk about in the movie at all very briefly very briefly mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah so he worked with with bucky and bucky was the kind of guy who would uh sh- who would uh take s- you know s- uh scandalous photos of his wife with her consent mm-hmm. uh and then share them with the guys at work without her knowledge <laughs> this is bucky taking
0: pictures of marilyn and the show yeah. okay
1: yeah uh well Robert Mitchum was his supervisor, and apparently he gave him what for, uh, which he told Marilyn about at uh, her agent's funeral. Uh, years and years and years later,
0: what a weird connection!
1: What is, yeah, it's bizarre. Um, I will say I did not finish the audiobook, but that was the detail that just like really stuck out to me. Is like, holy fuck, what? <laughs> like, That's really is-
0: strange. I've always known Robert Mitchum for his like almost like rough and gruff. Uh, attitude so it doesn't Mm. surprise me that he told her at the funeral it does surprise (laughs) me that he like gave him one for he he
1: claimed uh, at least according to joyce carol oates oh right right uh, yeah this could all this could all be complete bullshit bullshit. yeah it's possible this never Uh, fucking happened joyce yeah i know um at least she's not a turf Uh,
0: that's her one that's her one shining
1: (laughs) (laughs) win um but according to her she like came up to her uh, or he came up to her at this funeral uh said his condolences for for her loss. Uh, told her not to let the studio get uh, get her down to uh, give him hell like he does, uh, and then also, oh, I actually uh, he re- he oh he referred to her as Norma without ever having actually met her before, uh-huh. and he goes, oh, I actually know you from a way back because I worked with your ex husband. Uh, he oh he was doing this thing until I gave uh-huh. him what for. <laughs> and she's
0: just kind of like, heads. wait, come again? What? Yeah. <laughs> If if that did happen, it's an interesting side quest. Uh, uh,
1: it was also like right. Uh, this is also like immediately after, um, like a nude photo shoot that she had done before becoming a movie star had like gotten leaked because, like, yeah. I guess the photographer had died and people found it in his effects or something. Uh, and and, and the su- happened. And the studios life? were like, "Hey, what the fuck?" <laughs>
0: um, that kind of sort of happened in real life. Okay, uh, except for it was Hugh Hefner. And he paid like 200 bucks for her photos and um, created Playboy. Okay. Like, they were so... old photos from when she was still Norma Jean. Uh-huh. But he... I think he paid like 200 bucks for them. Marilyn had then obviously be- gone on to become Marilyn. Marilyn, yeah. And she's on the cover of the first Playboy. Weird. Yeah. It's, Gross. It gets grosser.
1: I, I. It's Hugh Hefter, I believe. That. Right.
0: He... So, Marilyn is buried in a kind of like mausoleum type oh, thing Are you familiar with this story I, I
1: vaguely remember yeah. but uh, enlighten the listeners
0: um some uh, am I using the right word mausoleum type deal do uh,
1: mausoleum is like a building with yeah. uh with it has like several um graves within it like it's okay, like yeah. like you're not interred in the ground you're interred in like a like a drawer or like a cubby
0: right right um where you go to smoke pot and have sex
1: uh, often yeah 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 um like the one with the titty sphinx out here. Uh, in, uh, the titty sphinx. The, uh, in, uh, in, the in, uh, famous Allegheny Pittsburgh
0: Cemetery. titty sphinx.
1: Yeah, constant, uh, constant sight of uh, pot smoking and uh, stray beer cans.
0: Yeah, um, none of that is a joke. No, not <laughs> none of that was all real. <laughs> uh, so sh- she is buried in one of those. And I think directly to her right is Hugh Hefner. Because he paid to be buried next to her. He paid to be buried next to her. What a fucking weirdo. It's also the person above her. Paid to be buried face down as though in death they are having the sex you're dead and disgusting and you're just dead and extra gross
1: it's all you are you piece of shit god it's yeah
0: yep yep um so the, the theme of hollywood sucks and uh women had a had a pretty rough bad time Uh, Effective theme. Effective and conveyed. I I, I don't
1: agree with a lot of the ways it was conveyed. Sure. But can't argue with the fact that it was true. Production. Production. Uh, You mentioned the camera work. There was some genuinely solid camera work throughout some of this movie. Um uh, there was also some like
0: bewildering camera work in certain. At they some point made this movie a lot of choices. Yes, and I appreciate when somebody makes some bold choices, I even if do, they don't work. I do like that. They,
1: yeah, I do like that. They weren't. They, they didn't make safe, boring choices with the camera work. It wasn't just like straight up, like yeah. on sticks, stationary yeah. the entire time. Uh,
0: in particular, the um, kind of fire scene at the beginning i really enjoyed yeah no that w- that was that was really really well well executed honestly the only camera work i didn't care for was the cgi stuff that we'll get to Hmm. okay fair yeah yeah um the score was fine the lighting was very cool i liked a lot of the lighting i did you know i will say the lighting was solid i'll,
1: I'll, give, I'll i will give this movie that the lighting well done i think um, Marilyn- i don't remember
0: the score enough uh, in the first first hour, there was a lot of cues that I remember thinking, "I like that," and then I forgot what it was because everything after that was awful. <laughs> Fair. Um, but Marilyn Monroe is one of the most ph- photographed people in history. Yeah. Uh,
1: oh, absolutely.
0: And they recreate a lot of those moments with Anna de Armas.
1: Yes, they they, they kind of they kind of go out of their way in some yeah. cases to recreate some Almost of those like moments. Too much.
0: So some of
1: yeah, which we will. Cover. I, I have. I have a, a thought about that for what didn't work in the production, sure. but
0: but they. I think they were successful in visually recreating them. I'd agree with that. Yeah, the staging of those moments was
1: solid. Like, like you could you could, especially with how how quickly those moments kind of go yeah. in the film. It's easy to see that and kind of think like, oh, holy shit, that was just Maryland. Yeah. 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 Which I think is uh, partially to the credit of. Just how good they made, uh, how well they made her look yeah. like Marilyn Monroe. Like I Pretty was good. not, I was not expecting Annette Armis to actually look that much like Marilyn Monroe. Like, it just didn't, like, it didn't occur to me that they'd be able to like work that that well.
0: So you may know Annette Armis from Knives her, Out, Knives Out, and uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. She's also been in a fuck ton of foreign films because yes. she started there first. Uh, and I have not watched any of them.
1: Nor have I. No, I, I, I specifically know her from Knives Out. Yeah. I know she also recently did a movie with Ben Affleck. Um, yeah, but it didn't do
0: well. No, no, it did not. So I think now's a good time to to take our second break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about what didn't what, work. What didn't work. I, think, you know, I think that's a reasonable
1: thing to do with this one. Not normally how we break things up, right. but, uh, <laughs> oh, buddy, this
0: fucking movie. We'll be right back. Here we are, welcome back, studio politics, Wowie wow, uh, JFK, my, my dude. Oh boy, um, oh boy. Don't meet your role models, I can't, he's dead. Nope. Famously, <laughs> very dead. Hey, we're derazzled, and we're going to talk about what didn't work in the movie Blonde. Yup, we sure are. Uh, starting with the cast, I-, I did not like their JFK. <laughs> no, I-, I didn't like their JFK either. Um... Do you want to hear something fun? Sure. This is not his first time being JFK. Wait, really? Yeah, he's been JFK. The, the actor, Casper uh, Philipson, has been JFK twice before. Once in the movie Jackie, which uh, I think is Natalie Portman. Uh, yeah, I believe so. And then another short film. He's been... This is. His, this was his JFK
1: mm-hmm. hat trick?
0: You know what's really weird is if you look up a picture of him just being himself, uh-huh. he looks like JFK. But that's in the movie, he does not look like JFK. No, honestly, I've, I I saw it when they showed him in the movie. And I was like, that's not. I I had to be like, wait, are they trying to go for JFK? Or are they trying to go for Bobby? But in it's real life, like, question. he looks like him. I don't know what they did um, to make him look not like JFK, but they did it. Uh, I mean, his stuff is really, really short. And I, um, one of my like obsessions is reading about like JFK in the '60s and um the civil rights movement, everything around that era. Sure. Uh, so I might be a little biased, but I did not did not care for that scene. No, it was a bad scene. It was it was a it was a a, a bad, shocking, gross. Yeah. They ugh. essentially imply imply that JFK, uh, not uh, I don't want say forced, but Mm-hmm. Um, forced uh, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe to to uh, perform Felicia while he was on the phone with, I'm assuming the Kremlin. I don't know. He's on some sort of diplomatic call, yeah. uh, laying in a ho- like a hotel
1: bed, right? Is, I don't. Or what, are they in the White I House? Think it might be the White House. Oh, maybe. Okay, maybe the White House bed. I don't know. It's. It, I yeah. It is. And like the extreme close up on her. Right. Right. As she is just like gagging on him. Yeah. Is
0: so famously Marilyn Monroe saying happy birthday to JFK. Yes. There is no record as to what happened. But as far as like if you look at like flight plans and stuff, it's likely that if they did have any kind of interaction sexually, it was just that night. Um, and then likely never saw each other again. It was actually Robert Kennedy that she had an affair with for, ah. for a lengthier time. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, not to spoil the book for you, but I do know how it ends. Do mm. you want me to spoil the book for you?
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. I just looked up Casper Phillipson. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He actually does. like yeah, it. it's weird, I right? I can see it. He does look like JFK, but he. you're right. No. Like He doesn't fucking feel like JFK in this fucking movie. It's weird. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, uh, they
0: they were trying to show like a more sickly version of JFK, which, which he was very sick. He was. That I mean that it, it is a, his, a matter of historical
1: record that he was constantly he had... racked in pain. Addison's disease. Addison's disease. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, he had he had like horrible back problems. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he he was a
0: mess. And they, th- what I did like about that scene is they have kind of a, it looks like a brace or something for his back, I assume.
1: And I didn't notice this. We talked um, about
0: this before we started recording. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are
1: you talking about? I don't remember that at all. It
0: was red meat flavored. Or, or colored, not flavored. <laughs> 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 Mm-mm.
1: I uh, no, see, Mr. President. If you ever, if you ever find yourself <laughs> where you're feeling particularly hungry, and you can, and you can, uh, you
0: take out of course Yeah,
1: you just uh, rip off, rip off this uh, this uh, this corner here, and just little by little, you can just kind of eke your way around that uh, so around the this is, uh,
0: there. this is jerky?
1: You, uh, you packaged me into some uh, uh, jerky there. <laughs> Jesus fuck!
0: Are we canceled now? <laughs> Jack, ben, it's gonna please. take. It's
1: gonna take more than that. Fuck! <laughs> have you learned nothing? <laughs> <laughs> Clone uh, High season two dropped yeah, this year. That's, that's just
0: words I didn't think I'd ever hear. But yeah, <laughs> no. uh, yeah. So I, they also. So the reason he looked, he was like they described JFK as glowing, was because he had Addison's disease. It made him look have like a more orange complexion. Ah, um, okay. And they ver- they like overdo that in blonde. They like make him like, not quite orange, not quite red, but he's sickly, mm-hmm. and they made the the brace match that color. And that's complete. That was completely lost on me because the yeah. entire scene so fucking blue gray. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: subtlety was nowhere to be seen in that. Scene. <laughs> um, you know who else I didn't care for? Who? Gillian, Nicholson, who played Gladys Pearl ba- Baker. Her mother. Her mother. I had a feeling, I had a feeling mom was going to be on this list for you. I, in like, I have since read a little bit more about Marilyn's actual mother. Yeah. Like, my problem with the performance is that it felt too big. It was, it was was over the top. It felt like she was acting in a different style than everybody else. But also, her mother did suffer from a lot of mental illness, alcoholism. The reason that Marilyn was in and out of foster homes and, and, orphanages was because her mother could not either mentally take care of her or financially take care of her mm. uh it's also something that happened way more in the 30s where or i guess earlier I mean, my understanding is it was a not not at all uncommon
1: mm-hmm. uh occurrence i mean especially through the depression and whatnot yeah. like it was it was fucking hard for people to uh to actually care for their families right. and you know get the get the resources they needed to survive like it, you know and and stay together like yeah. it was it's, it's fucking it was fucking hard
0: um but as her mental health deteriorated and we kind of see this really briefly in the movie they don't kind of explain it real well no they oh no not at all uh marilyn does end up living with a relative of some variety um what they don't tell you in the movie is that they were Deeply evangelical. Mm. Yeah, that's not covered in the film at all. And basically taught her that the TV was the devil. Huh. Music was the devil. And she went back and forth between living with them. And I think it was an aunt. Don't quote. There's probably some like Maryland. Um, like fishnado, yeah, Listening to this and just pulling their hair out. Um <laughs> I, this movie did succeed in making me want to watch more actual Marilyn Monroe movies, which is saying something. Yeah. I th- I'd say that's a positive thing because uh, as of right now, I've watched Asphalt Jungle, which was a smaller film for her. That was th- that was like her breakout mm-hmm. role, right? It was. I think it was actually all about Eve. Oh, okay. Um, which she has a very small part in, mm-hmm. but she looks like Marilyn Monroe, so people noticed.
1: See, I, I'm I'm mostly basing the what uh, mostly basing my question there off of the book because it, uh, it, sure. it is it's Asphalt Jungle that they that uh that that uh, that Oates uh, positions as like the the movie where she had a very small part, but then it, but everyone's like, hey, who's the blonde? Right, right.
0: Yeah, so I, I, and I could be wrong. I think. So
1: I, all, well, we know for a fact <laughs> she could be wrong.
0: Yes, <laughs> Just, my understanding is people noticed her in All About Eve because of being foxy, and then they noticed that she could actually maybe act. Yeah, because of asphalt jungle. Maybe that's it. Okay, um,
1: they, I don't remember her mentioning all about Eve, but then again, the audiobook's abridged, so it could have just been glazed yeah. over.
0: So there is not a an unabridged version of, of the Blonde, audiobook. Thank God. Uh, I can only imagine
1: the torture that that would be. Yeah, because uh, I'm about ten chapters into the uh, into the audiobook. And uh it hurts. It it's like an not, eight hour audiobook. It's, it's, like it's not an, bad. Yeah, no, I've listened to longer audiobooks that did not feel like the slog that this one feels yeah. like. It's just it genuinely is like just weighed down with like needless poetic asides about death. And like normally it'd be like, hell yeah, go ahead.
0: Right, yeah, yeah go You'd off think it'd on be that like but super, like super So I the only other story I've read by Joyce mm-hmm. um I'm calling her Joyce because we're gonna have a word later. <laughs> Uh, is the short story "Where Are You Going, Where Have You Been"? Yes.
1: Oh, oh, okay, right. And you you mentioned wanting to reread that for this. Yeah,
0: and I did. Okay, um, it's one. Some of her early early work. She did. A, she's she's one of those writers that like writes a fuck ton of shit. Yeah, like not quite to the level of
1: Stephen King, but close. She's very prolific. Yeah, yeah.
0: She has a very big catalog at this point. Um, but this was one of the stories that people noticed her for, mm-hmm. uh, and it was based on. I forget the true crime event, but it was based on a true crime story that was big at the time. I still liked it. It did this second time around because I kind of already know what's going to happen. Did yeah. kind of drag. Mm. And w- we'll get to why that kind of irritated me in a second because we we had mentioned, how do you say his name? Bobby? Uh, Calamale. Calamale. Yeah. Yeah. You enjoyed his performance. I you did not. Did not. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned you did not. Uh, what what didn't you like about his performance? It felt very two dimensional to me.
1: Mm, um, I, I I guess I can kind of see that.
0: I, if this was my first time seeing this actor, I probably would have enjoyed it. But since I've but seen him play ha- this character, that's,
1: I, okay, you know that's you know that's fair. It is a little bit samey compared to a lot yeah. of the other roles that he's played. Like there's like. I hate to invoke Thunder Force. <laughs> I know. Um but but, but I mean he, he was he was the main villain in Thunder Force and like there are moments where his Dimaggio almost has that kind of mess right. behind him and it's just like I mm, but Yeah. I don't know. But then but then like there are the more heartfelt moments, like where they're early on in yeah. their relationship yeah. and it feels like, I he does I feel like he does exhibit some some warmth and some so, like some like his attraction to her feels genuine.
0: So he, in real life, Joe DiMaggio, he did, I think, I'm going to say allegedly, uh-huh. uh, was abusive. Um, Alleged.
1: Oh, yeah, we can say allegedly on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the specifics of DiMaggio's life or actions beyond being a baseballman.
0: Right, yeah. Well, I think he was retired at that time. Yes, yeah.
1: But, he, yeah. Hence <coughs> being the ex uh, Right. Yeah.
0: It was kind of a situation of like, oh, Marilyn went, it was... It wasn't I think in the film he finds her nudes. Is that what
1: Yes. Uh it, it, it's well it's it's partially he finds her nudes or somebody sends him Oh the sends nude. it right, no, right. Um Cass and Eddie uh That's right. Uh kind of slip him the nudes, if I'm not mistaken. These like, they, characters they, that never interacted with. Them, yeah, right? these okay. guys that never had any relevance to her life. Yeah. Um I think that's what if if I I think I remember that happening in the film that way. I think you're right. Um Yeah, so that happens and then also this also coincides with the um the uh train grate upskirt the, like, moments
0: famous the, marilyn monroe where her skirt gets blown up by the
1: yeah by like the uh, the subway grate right uh, yeah the wind coming up from there yeah that all that all kind of coincides and uh crescendos into him uh beating her right
0: so the night where she was allegedly abused which i'm going to say i i think happened Okay. It was that night. It was that after filming that scene. Yeah. You don't really, you can't really tell in the movie, but the set was packed. Like they knew they were going to shoot the scene. They knew it was going to be a big deal. It was packed. Yeah. I assume because the studio probably wanted to have the press.
1: So in the book, Oates mentions uh, that they or or suggests that they had shot a version of this out on the streets and mm-hmm. gotten like an, like a, like a, like an on like an on site shot of sure. this, and then they recreated it in the studio, and that was the take that was used in the film. Ah, okay, yeah, so I can see that, but again, again, you can take that with like a margarita's worth of salt. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's true.
0: <laughs> Blonde just, is fiction with some sprinkles of truth. Yes, with it was like the skeleton, the outline of truth, mm.
1: um, and then just and just a bunch of meat that is lies. Yeah. Stable yeah. to it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I say that this, I don't think Joe DiMaggio was a good person. I think he was an abusive, shitty husband. Okay. However, not however, and also, and also of her former husbands or lovers or whoever, he was the person that like made sure she got a proper funeral, made sure that hmm. uh her, I think her mother who outlived her, Oh, see, um, I didn't realize that. I think so. Don't quote me on that. I don't want to be James Joyce Carol uh, James Joyce Carol Oates. <laughs> um, Oates. James- <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Weird novel. Um, <laughs> this is a weird version of Finnegan's Wake. <laughs> but, like, until he died, he, like, would drop flowers off it. Her mausoleum with fucking Hugh Hefner, I guess.
1: Are we sure he wasn't leaving them for Hefner? Hefner died after. Fuck yeah! (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, there's something to be said for that, I suppose. Yeah, people are complicated. People are complicated. Yeah, that's that's very true.
0: Yeah, I just looked at what's next. So, what themes didn't work? Oh, we're skipping story. Oh, whoops. Uh, yeah, let's let's do story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you mentioned earlier. That like, why even like, why even do this? What, like what are we even doing here? Right. It's, yeah.
1: It, it's the, the fact that it is so much, apparently so much of it is mm- just fabricated, is just exaggerated, sensationalized. It, it,
0: it. I'll get into this for the fix, but I think that it would have been a, if it was just either all fiction and do they, they do say Marilyn's name in the book, right? Or is it just like all implied? Um, they leave a lot of names out. I mean, they say Norma
1: Jean Baker.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. So like that is very clearly supposed to be Marilyn Monroe, Norma Jean. Yeah. I wish that Joyce Carol Oates had just written a fictional novel inspired by the shitty things yeah. that happened. Just, to... Yeah. Just
1: yeah. Just make it an, make it an original story that's an, an yeah. homage. Yeah. Different characters, different circumstances, but like, uh, but like. Taking inspiration from these yeah. events, like you can do that. It's yeah, it's, maybe it was like very half and half. Yeah, the, it's it's like you're trying. You're, like you like you wanted to do a biography, but you also wanted to do an original piece, and you just kind of sandwich them together. Yeah. And you thought it was gonna be peanut butter and chocolate that you were mashing <laughs> together, but um, it's peanut butter and sandpaper. It is peanut butter and sandpaper. Yeah, yeah it was kind of it it's kind of that. It's rough. Two two great tastes that out of my mouth.
0: So it's hard to look at the story knowing that it's hard to look at the story of blonde and not just kind of brush it off. Yeah, I I mean, there's there's truths in it. She did try to find her father. Yes, and actually, really, really, really recently, like 2022, they did buy like they did a test, and the person that her mother said was her father was in fact her father.
1: Oh. Oh, so there's there was actual confirmation. She wasn't yes.
0: her mother wasn't just like making that up. Correct. Okay, which I, I don't know. kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, but he never was in contact with her. So the, so point. the
1: letter that she received didn't happen.
0: Correct. Although, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like that was implied that that was Cass writing it as her father. Um either way it didn't happen. So I yeah, I don't remember that detail well okay. enough.
1: Uh very well could have been, considering how uh fucky he got with some of her
0: life around that time. Yeah. But um Yeah. But either way, there was no contact from her father to her. She also famously had a really hard time. Um she wanted a child, was unable to have one. Uh in the movie, there's a lot of Abortion stuffs, and yeah. miscarriages stuffs, and it's all very graphic. The, the,
1: oh my god. Yeah, the the entire scene where she ends up, uh, where she ends up getting her abortion. The one um, where she's
0: tricked into it,
1: or the nightmare. Um, They're both horrible. I guess, tr- I, I guess tricked into it, because mm-hmm. like, she... Like, she realizes what's going on and, th- and that she doesn't want it
0: when she sees a stop sign? Yeah, that's that lets you know, stop, don't have an abortion, because that's how stop signs work. And then she, like, g- kicks her way off of the operating
1: table mm-hmm. and then, like, runs away. Yeah. And it... Uh,
0: Man, I can't wait to have surgery on Wednesday.
1: I know. Was, well, <laughs> don't look at any stop signs. Just- right. <laughs> Eyes down, no stop signs. Eyes down, no stop signs. Um, don't kick and oh and uh try to get loose from your uh captors. I mean medical staff. <laughs> right. Um
0: and you should be fine. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. kick mouse Got it. Mm-hmm. So the the two spines that they set out to the two like tragedies that run through her, her entire life mm-hmm. are either fake or super over the top. Okay, so which is which? Her her interactions with her father were fake. Those are fake. Okay, Um, and then the stuff with her abortion. So like, there's no proof that she did. She she did have miscarriages. That's documented. Mm -hmm. Um, She also became one of the earliest proponents for like women's rights, Uh, specifically in Hollywood. Like that, we'll get to this as well. But like, there's a lot of stuff that she did that was. Very positive that they left out entirely. Why? I I'd like to know I'm those glad things. you asked. <laughs> this movie is misery porn. Thank you. Yes, it very much is. That is why she only fails.
1: Yeah. And she can't even enjoy her successes. Right. The, the book is like that too. Like it's very it very much suggests that she was. Wildly anxious about how she's performing Mm -hmm. and what she's doing and how she looks. It's so uh, so often that she's almost in a catatonic state until like months after the thing, and then she sees it on a uh, just like going off on her own. It's like, oh, that was actually good. And it's like, you don't know any of that, right?
0: You can't know this internal monologue of this person. I mean, she did have she did not have an easy life that we can tell. Sure, but it wasn't misery. From start to finish, there's this, like, sub-sub-genre that I've dubbed misery porn. I'm not the Mm -hmm. first person to do that, but... Right. And it reminds me of a play that we did in college called Violet Sharp. Uh, I remember that name. I don't don't think
1: I saw the show.
0: It was about the, I think, maid to Charles Lindbergh. um, Oh. Oh. Who... Oh. Oh. Well, we're not going to get into his history. <laughs> There's <right>. already en- <laughs> enough bullshit there. Sure, but his his son was famously kidnapped. Yes, um, the Lindbergh baby. Yeah, was it like the crime of the century? Or, I can't remember. I think that was the. I think that term was bandied about. Yeah, uh, well, she was one of the suspects, and this play basically says sh- she didn't do it, but was. Treated miserably and tortured for you know however long the play lasts, and then it ends with her dying. Um, wow, yeah, misery porn. <laughs> misery um, porn. it also reminds me of a movie called Midori, which I like to bring up so that people might go and check it out and hurt themselves. <laughs> um, there's I discovered recently a live action version. Wink, it's it's the version I watched was animated, okay, it's, it's banned in most countries. That bad, huh? Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, don't don't actually watch it. But if you do want to ruin your brain, that's the one to watch. Uh, but it's it's misery porn. It's a little girl who's sold into a sideshow with the worst human beings in like a, um I think it's so, feudal Japan. So
1: oh okay, so so it's a uh, like a, a, a an extreme PT Barnum situation.
0: It's like if all of PT Barnum was run by psychotic rapists and sexual deviants no thanks yeah no don't watch it don't watch it but that it's just like i watched it because i was interested in seeing an evil evil circus for one that's my thing that 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 tracks yeah and you said you said it's banned all right Uh, yeah it's animated even nice, better. nice. Yeah. Okay. It's checking some boxes for it's, you. It's checking the boxes and then I watched it and it broke me a little bit as a human being. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, see this was a trap set it, for you It was, Jack. it was. Just...
0: And that's why like the live action version, I'm like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Uh, well, it's
1: not going to be less of a trap.
0: No. Um, I do remember watching it at work specifically because that was also oh. part of the thrill. Oh no. Uh, and closing my laptop and Aaron sitting across me is like, you okay? No. No. <laughs> <Like, laughs> I've seen some shit. Anyway, that's all to say, I don't like misery porn. I like my protagonists to be able to be an active participant in their lives. Yeah. Um, like, this is not how you do tragedy. No. There. You can only hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt a character so often before I'm like, I'm no longer invested in this character. Yeah. Like, I'm not enough of a sadist to enjoy watching this character get hurt for three fucking hours. It's absurd. Yeah, and not actually what happened. Yeah, like I, I could see the argument ma- being made if there was literally not a happy moment in Marilyn Monroe's life, but there were. There are several. Uh, There's, I've, they, yeah. they, they touch,
1: they touch on the fact that there are some in the film. I mean, like yeah. her, like her, her, her marriages were not entirely terrible. She like at least the way they depict it that clearly there was some deep love between her and Arthur Miller
0: yeah I mean that relationship ultimately failed it soured yeah but I didn't even cover like the interesting parts of it being coming to an end which is weird he was like writing a, I think writing a script for her uh, it might have been The Misfits but don't quote me on that mm-hmm. and it was meant to be like here I'm giving this to you as a gift it's a part that you've always wanted to play as meaning like not a dumb, ditzy piece of shit.
1: Uh, so, uh, something you can sink your teeth into right. as an actor.
0: Yeah, because God, I had, had such like a weird theater person moment where they, I was watching a, a do, an actual documentary, and they brought up like Strasberg, and I was like, Ooh, Strasberg! Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, Yes, yeah, Strasberg! I'm like Jack, what are you doing? <laughs> um,
1: Stanislavski.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, she was not even just trained. She was trained by some of the best. Uh, And she just wanted a chance to show what she could do. Yeah. Like, she liked acting. But that's not what the big studios wanted. No. Uh, But since their relationship was souring, her and Arthur Miller, he started to back the character away from what he promised, which was this, like, meaty role, to writing her in the Way that she she'd always played. Anyway, mm. men men aren't always great. No, do you want to talk about the CGI fetus?
1: <sighs> um, I mean, we have to talk about the fetus because uh, both both the CGI fetus and uh, it's it's uh, apparent telepathic abilities.
0: Yeah, got... Kind of x meny there for a minute.
1: Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, so every single time she's pregnant, uh, there are these cutaways to this thorough f- CG rendering
0: of yeah. of developing fetus. You know what made me mad is I watched The Flash recently, and the CGI was shittier in The Flash than it was in this. Get the fuck out of here. I'm, are you kidding me? The, you can tell there's some scene. It's not all... Shit. But there's some scenes where I'm like, oh, you didn't pay these people enough or you had them work insane hours and uh the product The is not the, great. the forever plague that is Hollywood yeah. superhero yeah. films at this point. Okay. Yeah. Uh I'm like, this fetus was rendered better. God damn it. That's that's bonkers. Yeah. That's that that um Hey James Gunn, fix that. <laughs> Stop doing this. Yeah. The thing I didn't like about that story wise was they act as though Each of her pregnancies, the fetus is the same entity. Yeah. It's, which is a buck wild
1: assertion to make.
0: It all, Uh, it becomes the character baby. Yes. Is referred to as baby. Baby.
1: And that, then that is from the book as well. Like every time she's pregnant, she, she refers to it as baby. Same way (laughs) she refers to all their partners as daddy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that part of that was true, but they really drove that home. They
1: it, it felt like okay, maybe this is a thing that happened, mm-hmm. but like they they beat that to death. Yeah, like
0: not that like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, sure. It's just that they wanted to have that theme. Mm-hmm. It's like she's looking for her dad. She's looking for her dad.
1: Yeah, they yeah they
0: wanted to hammer like, home we, the daddy issue thing. We got yeah, it. Thank like, you. No,
1: yeah, we we fucking know. We fucking know, Andrew. Damn it. I mean, the worst of it though, I mean, because like, like like the fetus appears at different stages, and like in some pregnancies where she's where it's just like not viable, it mm-hmm. looks wrecked. Yeah. Like they like that fetus looks like it's deteriorating in certain ways Jeez. or is malformed in certain ways. It's
0: uncomfortable. Can you imagine being um, the 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 visual artist or I don't know what
1: the name yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, visual artist is. Yeah, Who had um, to work
0: on that for like seven months. Um,
1: sober? No. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's definitely a, a drink for that one. Yeah. Uh th- but it it all comes to a head when she's pregnant with Arthur Miller with, uh, with her and Arthur Miller's kid, mm-hmm. you know, before the miscarriage that takes place there. And <sighs> the the fetus telepathically communicates with her, asking, You're not gonna hurt me like the last one, are you?
0: Because she had an abortion. Because
1: she, yeah, she had an abortion, so we have to be. We have to make this pregnancy moralistic about the, about abortion and pr- and the right to life. I guess. Yeah. Like it, weird. Weird turn It's a needless turn. Like this serves no real purpose outside of like trying to trying to shoehorn in some weird pro-life Catholic guilt shit. Like it is disgusting on a level that I have not encountered in film.
0: And <laughs> you know, what's sucks is I, I actually like a movie quite a lot by Andrew Dominic. Really? Um, called killing them softly. However, oh, I didn't know
1: that was him. Okay. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I like the,
0: I like that movie looked good. I really like it. Okay. I think it was also based on, was it El, Elnor Leonard? I might be getting that name I have no idea. It was a, a true crime author. I
1: right. okay. um yeah.
0: outside of my expertise. Ja- Jackie Brown was also an adaptation of one of his oh, stories. Neat. Anyway, yeah, it has like really great crime bad guys, sharp dialogue. It's it's basically like a less stylized but also stylized maybe differently uh, Tarantino gangster film. Okay, um, interesting. But there's I. It's been a while since I've watched it, but like there's like no women in it. Mm. So, so, it, so
1: that is its own issue. Yeah. But also, real easy to hide uh, your
0: issues with women whenever right. you're not directing women. Right. Can't write horrible female characters no. if there are no femme characters to be seen. Uh, I do remember watching that with Britney, and she fucking hated that movie. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. I believe that wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, God. The, just the. Sorry, I'm just I I have that whole like telepathic fetus scene like just replaying in my head it, on loop right it now. It's so it, miserable. It's it's so uncomfortable. It's so problematic. It is so fucking
0: gross
1: and manipulative. And ah, oh my god, it
0: this three hour movie. Mm-hmm. I paused, not intentionally, but I, I paused it almost exactly at the hour for every hour. Yeah. Uh, just by chance. Just by chance.
1: Only to go. How the fuck is there another two right, hours I was like, or another it's one? It's got to almost be done,
0: right? Um. Nope. Oh, I forgot to to spoil the book for you. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Go yeah. ahead and do that. Um. If I, what I'm reading on the internet is true, because I sure as shit did not read the book. Um.
1: I didn't get to the end. So. It,
0: it implies that Robert Kennedy had her assassinated. Yeah. It. Yeah. Excuse which, me is one of the conspiracy theories cuz her death was a little weird but also I, love
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, I think the
0: God. I don't know if this is what it is in in the book but I think the the rationale for why that may have happened is she wrote like extensive journals like journal diary entries okay and said like Robert Kennedy uh, fucked me it's JFK too and they didn't want that out, so they kill her. Cause that's how that do. Anyway, I hate this movie and I would like to be done talking about it now.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's so bad. it, it is it is absolutely deserving of worse picture. I I will say that. In a a year where I thought it was going to be a slam dunk that Morbius runs (laughs) away with everything. Hey, guys, remember Morbius? You remember that? Hey, you remember when a movie was so bad that people (laughs) memed it back into theaters for a second time and it did worse?
0: I was kind of like getting excited to watch that for this podcast right
1: like I, I i had it in the back of my head like oh we're definitely going to be covering right. that and like i did watch it going
0: into our like razzy preview right. episode and it's bad but it's not, bad.
1: not this bad
0: <laughs> on my list of things i'd rather be talking about than this morbius, morbius. is
1: on that list yeah <laughs> i mean like you said a lot of things are on that list the actual physical sensation of eating pa- peanut butter and sandpaper <sighs> I would, would rather, depend on I, the
0: coarseness I, of the sandpaper, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's sort of a low grit. Yeah. See how it feels, and then you just kind of work your we way just up. just
0: jump straight to crunchy, so it's just kind of all is crunchy. Mm.
1: Oh, you know what? Actually, you just blend it with actual crunchy peanut right. butter, and you might not realize the two have
0: hey joe where can they find us
1: uh thank you everyone for listening to part one of this incredibly stupid journey we're sorry this movie exists um you can find us on social media and on twitter at derazzled pod on facebook at derazzled podcast on instagram and tiktok at derazzled underscore podcast uh if you have any questions about the unofficial willem dafoe bad art short film festival please email us at at derazzledpodcast at gmail.com. You can also suggest things you'd like to see covered in future seasons or stuff you'd like to see pop up in our Redbubble merch store, which, hey, check that out. We have a Redbubble merch store. There's some fun shirts like the one that Jack's wearing currently. They keep you safe from public indecency laws. <laughs> and if you haven't already, please take a second to uh, rate and review the show wherever you possibly can. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Um if you're on Stitcher, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh we found we, you know, heard the news as everyone else did, that they're going to be shutting down soon. Uh we are available pretty much everywhere else yeah. you listen to podcasts. So if you've been listening to us on Stitcher, thank you. Um, I know there are some of you out there uh based on our stats. Uh yeah. so thank you for checking us out. I hope that you continue to listen uh wherever you start to find your podcasts. Uh
0: and and we we do wanna we're trying to grow for season three. If yes. if you have a friend or an enemy that you think would enjoy us? Recommend the show. Recommend the show.
1: Yeah. If you re- if you have someone that you think would genuinely enjoy hearing us talk about Battlefield Earth, um, it's there. Yeah. If you think th- if you if you have someone that you want to trick into listening to two episodes about uh, Saving Christmas, great. You, uh, th- we were happy to assist you in that because we already recorded it. Yeah, <laughs> it's done. It's happy now
0: because it's done. I would yeah. not want to do it again. I would never do it again. Um, no, 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 no. Oh gosh. Okay. Well. <laughs> Join us next time, or we'll we'll be sure be sure to, to razzle razzle dazzle dazzle you. Ya.